good whatever time of the day it is you happen to be listening. This is the PNA Podcast Express. This is Adam Filkins with me as always. My share to my sonny. Something like that. I've got you, babe. Phil Nickel. <laughs> it is episode, I think, 56? <laughs> Question mark? Maybe. 56? Some, something like that. Something in that neighborhood. <laughs> Hard to believe anything's lasted this long. We're like, we're almost 50 hours worth of podcast, especially by the time you add the three hours of the now remastered live show that we had that Adam's going to upload one of these days. One Probably, of these days. Maybe, maybe it will be uploaded before this episode airs. Oh my goodness. Yes. So, perhaps I'm speaking out of turn here. Maybe, maybe you've already listened to it and it's uploaded. It may, it may be a one and a two, like episode A, B scenario because uh, yeah. it's long. Right. Um, but it's good. Yeah. It's good. It's good. It's good shit. It you is. know, I, I get lots of feedback from it. I was talking to Mikey Gallagher up here uh, Friday night. He was up here for a visit. He said, the first thing he said is, when are, you, when are we going to do that again? And I said, very soon. Why are you interested? He's like, fuck yeah, I'll be there. And I said, that's what I like to hear. It was a good time. And like I say, we, we've talked about before. We had, you know, a ton of people we've worked with before, a ton of... Uh, Right. A ton of hours of broadcasting that have yeah. that were on that. Lots, so much talent, so much everything. What a great show! Like I said, we had Cookie was on, and he was fucking amazing. He was, and uh, of course, Mikey Smith was great. Ashley was great. JB was great. All our other guests were great. Uh, who, who am I? Matt Smith was on. He was awesome. We had Mikey Gallagher on. Matt um, Smith, uh, your silence spoke volumes. Yeah, just your sarcastic undertones of your silence is beautiful. <laughs> the, if you could have seen the looks he was giving us. That's right. <laughs> I mean, it was a lot of bedroom eyes, which was uncomfortable. <laughs> but but. That's what I was hoping to get from those 21 and 22 and 23-year-olds I was interviewing yeah, the chicks. I, didn't, but I yeah, didn't see that. I didn't see any of that. I, they, they looked upon me like I should be in a nursing home or something. If, if off-puttedness had a look, that's mm-hmm. what they were giving. That was definitely... Uh, Definitely a lot of awkwardness there, and um, definitely, uh, yeah, I don't think they viewed me in that light at all. So, We also need to get this out of the way, uh, episode two drink. By the way, we're coming to you from the old Silver Tavern, Deckerville, the old STD. It's Sunday night, and uh, it's uh, closed for business this evening because of some, well, a whole bunch of reasons, but I don't care to go into all those. Yeah, reasons. It's Sunday. It's summertime. Things are slow. So we're here, bro. Sunday, 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 Sunday. Sunday. So you know what I was thinking about this morning? The song "Stuck on You" by Lionel Richie. Do you realize he was trying to go country in the cover of that single for that album? He's wearing a cowboy hat and a flannel shirt. Stuck on you. Got the feeling down deep in my soul that I just can't lose. For those of you that couldn't see that, that was not Lionel Richie. He's not <laughs> at the bar with us. Right. But just how absurd is that that Lionel Richie, black man, tried to go country back in 1984. Song was released in 84. Ahead of his time. Ahead of his time. Well, I mean, not saying a black man can't be a cowboy. No, but once you've been on Motown Records. Right. You're probably not going to switch over to... You, you kind of need to stay in your lane. Although I think the Stuck on You is a great fucking song. Though. It is. It yeah. is. But Lionel Richie tried to go country wearing a cowboy hat and a fucking flannel shirt on the album jacket. So, even odder than that... Okay. 
Have you ever heard the Faith No More cover of Easy? No. It it is phenomenal. <laughs> I want to listen to that. We, now. we may have to bring that. That may have to be our uh, our jerky moment <laughs> of the our, day. I do have jerky today, but I just have a standard jerky I picked up on the way here because I'm like, you know what? We haven't reviewed any of this. Uh, this is mass marketed beef jerky. That yes. Let's just say that uh, Sasquatch is involved with their marketing. We'll try some of that later. Yes, Phil. Not Phil Sasquatch. No, no. <laughs> other Sasquatches that exist. Hey, believe in yourself even when no one else does. Yes. Quote Sasquatch. Absolutely. <laughs> I pull that one out all the time during football broadcast. <laughs> Somebody does something you totally unexpected. I'm like, hey, right now, he's believing the mantra from Bigfoot. Believe in yourself even if no one else does. They used to let me run the ball, and that should have been my... Uh, <laughs> uh, although I, w- I was never tackled outside the end zone. I also really? never ran it for more than, like, four yards. See, I have one career touchdown in high school on JV. I was a fullback, and it was I had one... I was efficient... One carry for two yards and one touchdown. Nice. Although I was the biggest kid on the field. I was 230 pounds then, and yeah, just yeah. a brute. 17 years old on JV. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was still in 10th grade. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a common thing in Ohio. Yeah, of course. Well, it's the bovisphere strangling the oxygen from the child's developmental brain. Yeah, their bodies still develop. Oh, yeah, they still do. You know, it was kind of funny because uh, several years ago... Um, well, probably probably four years ago, took uh, took my oldest to big wrestling tournament, big national tournament. It was over in Lansing. It's called the Grappler Fall Classic, mm-hmm. and he just you know he wrestles two fifteen. He was going about two twenty then, and the, the actual weight class for the national tournament was uh, yeah. two two hundred forty pounds. So he uh, he wrestles a couple of really really top guys here from Michigan. Wrestles a guy from from like Texas. Uh, wrestles somebody from California. Yeah. And he gets to the finals against this guy from Ohio, and he comes out and it's this man child. He's a sophomore in high school. Right. And I mean, just a monster. He had to run to lose weight for two forty, but I don't know how he lost weight because he had no body fat. Really. And he goes out there and just folds Anthony up. But I mean, Anthony's a college wrestler now. He's no slouch. But I mean, he went out and folded him up. Pinned him in the first period. We get talking to the kid afterwards. Nicest kid on the planet. Just a sophomore. And he was JV on his high school team. Really? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. His, uh, he was behind a guy who was like a two-time Ohio State champ going for his third. So he, he was hoping when he was a junior he'd break the varsity lineup. Jesus. And, you know, here he just won a national tournament and absolutely destroyed my like son, he'd be the was, best wrestler at most programs here in this area, especially. Oh, definitely. Like, and hands down. Probably the best wrestler in most programs in Ohio, too. Yeah. It just so happened he was He a was sophomore. at the biggest, yeah, one of the, oh. Isn't so, that absurd? Yeah, it, it was just crazy. And I I, uh, I did kind of follow, you know, you can go on trackwrestling.com and you can yeah. follow people. So I did kind of follow what he did after that just because I wanted to see, and he did. Uh, his because he was going he was technically he was a sophomore that year so I mean he right. was still JV so his junior year he finally got on varsity and he uh, placed second in Ohio and his senior year he won it <laughs> so, damn so really he could he would have been top five probably his sophomore year in his weight class too in Ohio yeah probably freshman and sophomore year he would have been Jesus so but yeah. the, but there was a big old state two time state champion ahead of him so yep. But that's the kind of things they do in Ohio. Man. The bovisphere at work. That'd be a bunch of bitches. Yeah. 
<laughs> the Bovisphere bitches. Bovisphere bitches. Oh man, I told, did I tell to talk about uh, walking in Eddie's office and seeing uh, 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 <laughs> seeing. Uh, um, <laughs> You can't even get it out. A Teletubby? <laughs> no, te- oh. there is a Teletubby in his office. No, no, I, no, I, I collected my that. So I walk into Eddie's office at the radio station, and there on his fucking uh, his, his his board is a uh, a note that just says Dan Dickerson, and it has a phone number. I'm gonna steal that, and I'm gonna call Dan Dickerson. <laughs> I'm gonna put it in my phone as DD. <laughs> And I'm going to call him late night when I'm drunk. Be like, hey, Dan, I'm at the ADD. I'm at the Silver Tavern in Deckerville. I need a ride. <laughs> and he's going to be like, why are you calling me? My phone is DD. So are you going to be here in like 10 minutes or what? And then he's going to be like, and it's gone. And hang up on you. <laughs> I could, I'm like, is that really Dan Dickerson's phone number? And then he's like, yeah. I'm like, that's awesomely weird. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> and for those of you who don't know, Dan Dickerson is the one who does the play-by-play for the Tigers. Ra- radio, radio play-by-play. Radio Which play-by-play, yeah. I much prefer. Of course. I, I, I don't know why. It's the whole nostalgia thing. I much prefer radio So I am going to put Dan Dickerson's phone number in my phone, and I will text him at some point. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> I'll let you know how those Dan Dickerson texts go. Maybe it should be a whole Chronicle series. Uh, so I texted Dan Dickerson again. Uh, no response. <laughs> So I texted Dan Dickerson again. I asked him for his mom's uh, uh, pumpkin bread recipe. No response. <laughs> texted Dan Dickerson. I don't think he likes cold pasta either. <laughs> or raccoons. <laughs> or raccoons. Send him a picture of one of Adam's raccoons. He did not respond. <laughs> I think it's some sort of protest. <laughs> yes, he is. Uh, his anti-raccoon stance is clear. <laughs> you say it best without... When you say nothing at all, <laughs> Dan Dickerson. <laughs> For a guy that talks a lot, he sure doesn't text very well. <laughs> Boy, he really seemed to... Uh, I sent him a text. He totally Matt smith me. Yeah. <laughs> I could see the sarcast- sarcastic tone in his non-response. <laughs> Fuck oh, you, Dan lo- Dickerson. <laughs> we love you, Matt. Oh, we love you too, Dan Dickerson. Yes. A lot of love. <laughs> a lot of love. It's a love a fest of, here. There's tonight. a lot of love today. It's Sunday. We're recording a podcast because I have my Monday class, which is, God, thankfully there's three weeks left. We're halfway done. So after this week, two. And then Tuesday night, I have to take my daughter to a soccer game. So, so that ought to be wonderful. So tonight. Tonight. Yeah, tonight I'm at a soccer game right now. We're keeping the veil up for yeah. those of you who yeah. don't realize what just happened. There. Theater of the mind. Yeah. <laughs> this is Lionel Richie in a cowboy hat. <laughs> so, other than the non-responses from Dan Dickerson, what uh, what grinds your gears? Oh, God. You know what really grinds my gears? Uh, oh, man. This one. I don't know if this is, this has got to be. I assume this is just a Phil thing. Because everybody always talks. So I went to a wedding last night, as did you. But we didn't go to the same wedding. Correct. But I was at a wedding last night, and they always tell me the same thing. Since I've been become a single, you know, person, single, not attached to anybody, no relationship, whatever. Oh man, I got a friend so and so, and you'll probably hook up at the wedding. She, you know, blah blah blah. Usually it's a bridesmaid or something, and I'm always like, oh, you know what? Anymore, I don't even carry on with the charade. I'm just like, you know, it never fucking works. Wait. So, so I goes to last. I go to the weddings last night. Somebody said, you know, I got a picture of the chick on Friday night, and I'm like, well, who's this? 
Like, oh, that's the girl that, you know, is available. She's, according to them, slutty. I'm like, well, she's quite sturdy, too. I mean, she's not fat, but she's not skinny. So I said, she's quite sturdy. And they're like, oh, she's really slutty. And I'm like, it's never going to work out. They're like, well, what do you even mean? I'm like, wait till she sees me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I goes to the wedding. And, of course, she, I, don't, I didn't even think I talked to her all night. But she was interested in another one of my friends. So that's how it always usually goes. And I'm not worried about it. I'm not mad about it. But I'm just like, anytime anybody always says, oh, man, there's going to be somebody there we need to hook you up with. I'm always like, I, I, become, I become George Costanza's mother when, when, uh, when Jerry asked if she wants to hear a joke. Not interested. You know? I'm not interested in your... Uh, always, this is also what has bought... I, oh, that fucking really grinds me. God damn it. You got me digging deep now. We're, we're really diving into something here. So something really fucking pisses me off. So I've been divorced for, what, five and a half years now. And I know people now that get divorced, and usually within, before the ink's even dry on the fucking paperwork, they've got five people wanting to hook them up with other people. Like, oh, I got a friend I should hook you up with. I got a friend I should hook you up with. Why does that happen? And why doesn't it ever happen to me? I don't understand it. I think it's because I'm me. That's the best explanation I can like have. Like, they're, they're not hooking you up with people? No, and they have no desire to. They're just like, I don't want, don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> You know, like, I don't get it. I, I'm far better figure, on paper, and I'm still shitty there, but yeah. Maybe they just figure that uh, you're, um, you're too good. <laughs> That's what they always say, though. But you're such a nice guy. I'm like, well, I like sex, too. And I could be an asshole. Yeah, if you want me to, I could do my... I mean, I could put on a persona and be an asshole. Trust me. I've been, studying, I've been studying assholes my whole life, and I think I've got their moves down pretty well. You... You've been killing it for years. That's right. <laughs> You've been an asshole since I met you. Uh, oh, boy. Like, I could act just like you. That means I'll get Didn't, chicks. Not you, Adam, but I'm talking, you know, to the... Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To the masses. Right, right. No, you ever... Have you ever had that line thrown at you before? You're just such a nice you're guy. Too, yes. Uh, I, you're such a nice guy. I just... We're better as friends. And usually and that's... Bitch, I don't want to be your friend. I got enough friends. So... Years ago, well, well before I was married, I was seeing a girl from. She was over by Bay City, right? And uh, she gave me that line, and literally the next time she called to see what I was doing, I'm like, "Bitch, I'm not doing anything, but I'm not doing anything with you." That's right. And like literally after that, she hounded me. Of course. And I, but I really was just not interested. You can't seem too eager. That's that's another problem you have. Some women just thrive upon things that they, they can't have. Dudes too. Guys too. So I can't just classify women. I'm sorry. No. That was too big a generalization. Basically people want what they can't have all the time or or what is something that's, or especially if it's forbidden. Like I, like I tried this once as, a, as an experiment. Like my friend Ryan's an asshole. We all know that. Pretty much every, my friend is a dick and here's why. For me it's about my friend Ryan. And uh he was just, I, I always told women, oh, you don't want anything to do with him. And uh, yeah, nah, he's just a fucking and asshole. And then they're like, or be oh, like, yeah, no, you can't date him. Please don't date him, I'd say. And next thing you know, the next day they'd be out with Ryan. I'm like, hey, 80% of the time it works 100% of the time. <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, you know, like, have you, so here's what grinds my gears. Yeah. On social media. Yeah. All these things where... And please don't ask for prayers and say, I, I don't, don't want to explain, but we need prayers right now. You're just an attention-seeking fucking 
yeah. idiot at this point. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry to cut you off. Thoughts and prayers. I don't give a fuck about any of your bullshit. Yes. And if, if you can't tell me what it is, I can't help you. Because I can't be specific with my petition to the Lord at that point. Right. I mean, what am I supposed to know what the fuck to ask for? I need the prayers for my friend Tommy. I don't know why. Maybe I'm it's going, because he's finally getting that sex change operation. Well, I was just going to say, I'm going to assume it's something below the waist. So That's please right. bless him below the waist. That's right. And if it's above the waist, then I'm sorry, Tommy, for my wasted prayer. <laughs> yes. So, so, yeah, you know, the veil of desperation that comes from people when they post like these things about how many kids will you have? Oh, so this was about this. So I just yeah, randomly you, talked about people posting shit. Before you, you were about to talk about, wow, man, we've been doing this too much together. Go ahead. So you see these things, and this isn't about wanting prayers. This right. is about, well, you know, how is 2021 going to end for you? You'll be married with four kids. Well, you better fucking hurry. That's right. Because it's me. <laughs> and, uh, and you've got zero kids and no prospects. I know but you, you, I know you, you will hope. These are the same people that have found the love of their life already three times, and it's only May. Yeah. This yeah. year. Yep. But, yeah, I see a lot of those. Like, yeah. you know, oh, you will have 11 kids with, you know. First of all, who in the fuck wants 11 kids? Nobody. You know, most of the time, I love my kids more than anything in life. But sometimes I don't even want the two I have. I love my kids terribly, but they are exhausting. Yes. And, you know, I, I have friends that have had children in their 40s. Oh, my goodness, me too. And I'm like... How in the hell do you do it? You must be in some kind of, you know, are you taking vitamins? That's right. Because I'll start if you got the energy to if keep up with if that. that's what it takes, then holy yeah. fucking shit. I know. I had two of my friends that are, one is 40 and one's 41, that have just had kids within the last six months. Yeah. I'm like, I don't, man, that's fucking insane, dude. Dude, if, if the dog wants out in the middle of the night, it ain't happening. And I love I love it, and I know they love their children. This is not running them down. This is their choice. No, I don't, no, no. I couldn't do it. I'm just saying I, I couldn't do it. I respect the hell out of them I respect, for, for yeah. doing it, but I, I couldn't, couldn't do it. it. I could not. I thought I was old to have my kids when I had my kids because my son was born when I was 29 and my daughter, I was 32, and I thought I was an old fucker then, especially out in Seattle. That was the average age for people having kids because a lot of professionals, a lot of people got right. their fucking college and, you know, everything else. Then I come home here and uh, here being Michigan. And, like, I remember going to a father-daughter dance with my daughter when she was in, like, second and third grade. And I'm by far the oldest father there because all these guys had these their kids when they're in their late teens and mid, early to mid-20s, you know? I was 26 and 29 with my yeah. kids. Yeah, Which was about right. I had the yeah. energy to deal with them then. By the time... Literally, by the time they were old enough to start helping around the house, I started slacking off and not doing shit anymore. Yeah. And uh, I just think my stamina has went down the tubes. Same here. Just with everything, man. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I just don't... Uh... I get it. When, when, my, when my... I remember my grandpa always... Or my grandma always talking about being tired. I get it now. I get it. Yeah. You can always be tired. <laughs> yeah. Like... I can wake up in the morning from the best night's sleep I just I could I've ever had and still be like, man, can't wait to go to bed tonight. I remember, you know, when my dad after I was moved out of the house, you know, I'd stop by. Yeah. And uh, I'd be like, oh, where's dad? Oh, he's in his chair sleeping. My mom would always be like, I can't believe he's sleeping at three o'clock in the afternoon. Now it's like, oh, yep. I get yep, it. I, I fully understand. Yeah. I mean, full disclosure, I took a 
I took a 20 minute nap before I showed up here to do the podcast tonight. I'm like, in I my chair. Too. I, I set my timer. A half hour. I set my timer. I'm like, shit. I got to be there at this time. I can, I can still get in a 20 minute nap. So I set my timer for 21 minutes. I can never set anything to even. I can't set my cruise control even. I can't set my thermostat even numbers. I kind of have to have even numbers. See, some a lot of people But are. that's why we work well. Most people are even numbers. I'm odd. So I can't set an alarm for an even time. I can't set a timer for an even time. I can't even put something in the microwave for an even time. Hmm. But that's why we work well together. Yeah. You know. But I'm an odd duck. So, so yeah, when people put stuff on there about how they just can't, you know, or they... They're looking for this or they're looking for that. What's going to happen to you by the end of the year? You're going to be married. You're going to be this. And it's like, that is almost a sure way to say you're not. That's right. Because somebody else that's just looking to kind of date somebody and have a good time is going to be like, oh, no, that fucker is going to be married by the end of the year. I don't and want why that. why do people push that so much? My God. I don't I was know. talking to somebody the other day. The other day. And they'd already been married twice. And they're like, and they're in their mid-40s and single. And they're like, oh. I just want to get married. and I'm like, well, how fucking well has that worked out for you these past two times? Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm going on 21 years of being married. I'm not anti-marriage either. I'm not saying that. No. But I'm just saying certain people aren't cut out to be married. Well, let's put it this way. It's a if, big commitment. If you've been married a few times, and not to knock anybody who has, but it's time to realize that you're not marrying material. Because, you are the problem. Because so fix there, yourself. There is a problem, and the common denominator is you. That's right. <sighs> you know, it, I, I saw a poster one time. I believe it said, "The common denominator in all of your failed relationships is you." Is you. And there's a lot of truth to that. So yeah, one out of three people is clinically insane. So look to your right and look to your left, and if those two aren't, it's you, baby. Well, my mom always used to tell me, there's a weirdo on every bus. That's right. But I would get on, and I could not find them. It's like pitching up, picking up the hitchhiker and uh, them saying to you, uh, you know, why would you pick me up? What happens if I was a serial killer? And you say to them, what's the odds of two of us, two of us being in the car? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what are the odds of two of us being in this car? Finish him. That's right. <laughs> I just, I fuck with people incessantly, though. That's what I do. Somebody actually asked me, I said, like, do you actually have a therapist? I'm like, yeah, of course. I do. Do you think with everything I have going on, I, I can get along without having a therapist? Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm a big advocate of, of, of seeking counseling, talking to somebody, therapy, everything. Because, you know what? Sometimes you just need somebody to talk to, and sometimes you really have to come up with constructive and creative ways to make sure that they don't have you, you know basically put away right so i i i've never been in therapy but i have talked to a therapist before in passing and, mm-hmm. and they said you know it, it was in a fun scenario yeah but like literally i asked him i said so do you think that therapy would do me any good yeah and he said oh it does everybody everybody good i said so run me through like the first 10 minutes of a session yeah and about six minutes in, they said, yeah, you're probably, your therapy probably isn't for you. Yeah, you're good. You're good, man. It's <laughs> not, I don't think because of my outstanding sanity. Right. I think because therapy wouldn't do me any good. I would just overthink it. and See, and I, yeah. And I would probably not take it very seriously because... Well, I got in trouble with a therapist once because she said, you know, and we had had 20-some sessions... 
and I basically put on a I was I was putting on a persona I was being somebody else because I, I was just like yeah fuck it we'll see what we can get away with let's expand this character a little bit yeah and she finally sussed it out she's like you haven't been truthful with me have you and I'm like of course I have been <laughs> Like, no, I don't think so. I was looking through my notes. <laughs> things just she's aren't like, you adding did, up. You did very well with continuity, but yeah, things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you really weren't bitten on the ass by a goose when you're seven years old. I'm like, you lie, I was. <laughs> At least in my mind's eye. <laughs> That's right. I was bitten by a goose. But she just thought my stories about, like, you know, one of the things I always I tell this story all the time, and one of my biggest desires in life has been. With all the shipwrecks on the Great Lakes, I've always wanted to do something like a big, grand, idiotic gesture. And I think the perfect one would be like get a Chevy Chevette, get about four big inner tubes, float this Chevette, this old Chevette, out to above where one of these shipwrecks is and shoot the inner tubes out so that way the Chevette sinks to the bottom, you see. And when divers go to explore the shipwreck, there's a fucking 1979 Chevette sitting right beside this fucking thing. I mean, and you can't tell me that wouldn't be a great fucking prank. you got to get one of those medical skeletons and put, like, a captain's hat on it. Yeah. <laughs> put the Lionel Richie cowboy hat on it. And, and you have to paint SS Chevette on it before it goes out there. SS Chevette. So it's, so it's believable. <laughs> it had to have one of those keep on trucking stickers on it, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Beer, ass, or grass, nobody rides for free. No fat chicks. <laughs> I was just going to say that. <laughs> no fat chicks. Uh, Even though if you're in a Chevette, you're going to be fine with fat chicks. Oh, if you're driving a Chevette, oh, yeah. You're just going to be happy to not have a sausage fest in your Chevette. <laughs> My friend had a Chevette in high school. It was wonderful. He had the, the twin 8-inch uh, MTX Road Thunders. I, oh, man. I went... I went. had <laughs> a Sparkomatic cassette player. You bring, you bring up a Chevette. speed. And it reminds me, I... I he didn't know I, how to drive a stick either. That was the scary part. Oh, bad. Man, if you can't find them, grind them. So I went to college with a girl who was quite attractive, and she drove a Chevette. Nice. And uh, we, we were talking one time, and I, I, said, I said, so how's that Chevette treat you? She goes, it even keeps me from getting laid. <laughs> it's birth control, man. I'm like, oh, that's wrong. Oh. You're like, you're hot as fuck. And then, <laughs> you, you, wow. Yeah. Well, remember the, remember the episode of Cheers when Sam Malone sold his Corvette and bought a, a Valari? And he couldn't get laid then and he didn't understand why? <laughs> well, maybe it's because you've been driving this nice-ass Corvette this whole time. Yeah. Yep. Because he had like a 67 Corvette or some shit. And he sold it and got it like a Ford Valari, which is one of the most nondescript cars ever made in the history of cars, I feel like. It just looks like a big hunk of metal with wheels. Yes. Not much character. Excuse me. No, not at all. Chevettes have character. It's just the wrong kind of character. Yeah, it's the character that says, I'm a broke motherfucker. Yeah. Although, I love Chevette. I've always wanted to own a a Chevette. Even my college friends all know this is my dream, because some of them still will text me, like, listings for Chevettes for sale. I want, like, the 70s one, though, with the the weird-looking styling, like, the, the, the headlights that look like they're out of place, and... Just like it looks like the car looks like a six-year-old drew it for the concept designs. Yes. Now I ha- I have a a PT Cruiser that I bought yeah. with extremely low miles. Had a few things wrong with it. Pretty much got everything evened out. There's a, still a couple of little electric bugaboos. I totally want to take that thing and paint flames on it. And of course. Let, but actually, like, put a turbo there. There are so many modifications you can do to that car. Dude, here's what I've always wanted to do. Get like a turd of a car and paint flames on it, but paint them backwards. 
fuck with people's minds. Yes. <laughs> but I, I, I really want to soup this thing up, and I don't yeah. know why. I'm like... It's a street. It's a sleeper. Then yeah, but people I, went on there. One picture that it's going to be fast. I ended up selling it, but I, I had a Lexus that was all-wheel drive, and I wanted to drive that thing until it was pretty much ready to die, <laughs> and I wanted to turn it into a rally car. Yeah. So obviously, the GoFundMe for uh, oh Steve Gutenberg for Steve Gutenberg is not going well since nobody started it for us. We refused to start that. So I have another request, if this tickles anyone's fancy. Oh, go ahead. Go on. Would you be willing to do the bubblegum rally? Fuck yeah, I would. I've always wanted to do that. Okay, so if we can get a GoFundMe started to do the bubblegum rally, Phil and I will do the bubblegum rally. We'll take our our equipment with us. We will do the podcast live, the entire bubblegum rally while we're driving. Oh, my God. And As they would say on on Super Troopers, mother of God. Yes. Now, (laughs) um... So let's get that going. Hey, have we got any emails? We haven't sent our email yet today either. We haven't. Pineapple nipple arsehole at gmail.com. Somebody said it wasn't working for them. Might have been might have been Katie, I think, McConaughey. She's here by the way. She's supposed to come do the quick trip with us tonight, but I don't know if she's gonna make it or not. But uh please make it up here. But anyway, pineapple nipple arsehole at gmail.com or PNA Podcast Express. That's uh Pine Nipple I don't know, what's a good A word? Apple Podcast Express at gmail.com. That was a terrible one. That Horrible. was awful. Phil, Phil, you're not thinking right now. You can. You used to be able to come up with haikus off the top of your head. Now you can't even come up with a good uh, uh, good uh, phonetic spelling of PNA. Penis not available. Penis non, penis not available. <laughs> Podcast, Podcast Express, Express at gmail. Did we get any emails or is it not working? Um, no, we, we've, we actually... Had received some. I, I somebody sent me a, a snap of one that they had sent about their brother uh, making a pocket pussy. I did see that one. Did you get that one? Yeah, I I, I, I believe I sent you the screenshot. Of yes, that. it was you that sent that. That's pretty fantastic. Yeah, and the ingenuity involved in that. The Gatorade bottle used the but ring, and yeah. I asked. I asked a very pertinent question. What flavor Gatorade? Did what you get an answer? What flavor Gatorade? I did not. Well, the I the bet it was author blue. of the I bet email. It was blue. To match the balls. I, I guess. The author um, of the email what? The, uh, the author of the email did not know. Okay. I would, my guess would be that it would be cherry. Oh, I see what you did there. Yes. So I like what you did there. We don't know. We might never know. So, so the design of this thing was... Uh, so our listener had sent a note that her brother was on her bed one time and apparently rushed out. And I believe he had a laptop, right? Was that what it was? Or some sort of... Sort of porn. Yeah, I don't. Device. I don't remember what it. But what he exactly left behind was. his homemade uh, pocket pussy, for lack of a better term, which was a Gatorade bottle with a condom inserted and the ring for the cap to hold the condom on. Quite ingenious, actually. Um, and apparently, he was just banging away at this thing. I want to know the effectiveness of it. I don't know. I don't have the ambition. I don't to either. Go and make to try anything like I don't, that. I don't have time to be MythBusters on this one. No, but. Uh, Maybe we should get a hold of Mythbusters. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, just ask him. Say, hey, uh, we got a pocket pussy design here for you. <laughs> Can you... Uh, He's, uh, how effective it is. It wasn't from a movie or anything. It was on our podcast. And they're going to be like, click. <laughs> what the fuck is your podcast about? Oh, somebody yesterday. So you have a podcast, I heard. Yeah. Well, what's it about? Nothing. All right. If you don't want to tell me. I'm like, no, it's about nothing, man. We talk about whatever we want to fucking talk about. Exactly. 
Which is generally nothing. You know, we have our normal hard-hitting questions, like your favorite genre of porn. and Right. I mean, we things do go like in-depth. Yeah. We ask the important stuff. We have stuff. some journalistic integrity, but not much. I, I, I watch on... Like, I'm in all these groups on Facebook and, yeah. and things like that, and I follow a lot of podcasts on Instagram now. And all these people come on and go, I'm looking to get more listeners. I don't understand. I've got a podcast about three-legged dog owners. And I don't understand why I'm not getting listeners. And it's like, well, because... You're going for a very specific market there, right, my friend. Right, So it'd be kind of like if we started a podcast about, you know, people who've masturbated into a Gatorade bottle with a condom in it. Yeah. You know. I mean, it's one of those things that the people that know that know are going to listen are going to listen. But other than that, it's, you know, people are going to discard that because they're either going to think that it's it's, you know being vulgar or it's terrible or they're going to be so ashamed that they've done it themselves that or maybe they've you know made pocket pussies out of other various things so i just started a podcast about schizophrenics who are both dyslexic and anorexic and get the things confused all the time and they end up eating their words (laughs) i don't understand why i'm not getting any listeners i I just started i kept that all straight in my head i like that i like that i just started a podcast about pediatric podiatrists Nobody listens. Okay. So we had quite a discussion at work the other day. All right. There is a... And I want people to investigate this, and I want them to let us know their thoughts. There is a very, very strange business that has opened up in Marlette. Go on. Tell me more. Um, without calling out the name of the business or anything... Um, I believe, I believe it's a human trafficking front. Nice. But I'm not, not sure. Nice. The human trafficking is terrible. No. But, but do they actually have a front? But what They're getting a, ballsier and ballsier. What a story. What a story. It's, it's just far enough away from the school that I think it's legal that right. they have this. I don't know that they're on any kind of a list, but I'm kind of assuming yes. Um, yes. But it, it's a little store that would appeal to young children that really appears to have nothing inside that would actually appeal to young children. But there is like a table that just has like an eight foot long banquet table. Yeah. That just has a massive pile of various chips on it, like bags of small bags of chips. Okay. I I I call that the jailbait pile, um, <laughs> because I'm assuming that's what it's there for. Yeah. And, uh, and then it has a small shelf with a little bit of candy in it. But then it has like a bunch of PS2 and uh, Xbox video games on a table. Yeah. And that's kind of it. Huh. That's, that's kind of it. That's weird. And the hours are very strange. This so I, I assume they're tunneling to the school. Okay. And they're going to start trafficking people through the school. I gotta let. Some, that's my. I might be reaching. Is, is, is this under the guise of like a like a church group thing? No, nope, like, no, nope, like nope. After it's, school for kids activities. It's, or? it's a guy. Okay. Um, this is weird. I, and I, I'm hoping I'm not crushing his dreams of being a, a chocolatier or whatever like that. Although <laughs> he's basically just selling all the stuff that you can get cheaper at Walmart. Like he's literally got a couple of shelves in there with candy. Like he went to Sam's Club and bought the 50 pack for fundraising and this just put that stuff out and a massive pile of chips and now he's doing like repair or uh video game sales too but old video oh. games nothing nothing cool nothing new it's weird that's a weird concept for a store it is and the oh. signage is pretty spectacular it's got a uh, piece of construction paper with candy shop written on it 
Oh my goodness. You know, so I want people to investigate this. I'm pretty sure the guy who owns it is not a listener. Oh boy. Not a listener, but I I would love to actually have people investigate this a little bit and uh, and get everything that the, everybody information that they can out of it. So if if people could do that for us, investigate this, come back and let us know what the fuck is it. <laughs> That'd be pretty fantastic. Yeah, what, what kind of store is this? Yes, because I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't. It's only open like 20 hours a week. Really? So I don't think that they're going to kill it. That's weird. Fucking. Oh, now you now you're grinding my gears. Yeah. So this isn't a grind my gears thing. It's a what the fuck is going on thing. <laughs> happening here yes so this how how recently did this open up i don't know it just kind of appeared one day my my wife and children noticed it and my my kids have been fascinated by it (laughs) they want to go into it so bad but it just because it's never open the opportunity never arises but they will someday go in there and i hope they end up at a nice slave camp in china (laughs) i thought you were going to say the name of the store is needful things (laughs) no 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 It's just candy shop. Just, and oh. Not even like candy shop cool, like S-H-O-P-P-E. Not it's, like, it's like candy shop, like creepy. <laughs> now I need to investigate this. I, we might have to take a trip to Marlon. I'm going to make an obscure reference. Maybe we could do an episode from there. <laughs> Maybe they'll let go, us do a lot. <laughs> can we go into your tunnels and do an episode? We really sure. want to promote your business. Sure. Take these zip ties with you. <laughs> and this chloroform. <laughs> <laughs> so, I would, if I ever had chlor- a rag of chloroform, soaked in chloroform, I would be the idiot that would test it out myself. We've already talked about this on the podcast, haven't we? I believe so. Like, yes. you'd have to try it out myself. I'd be like, and I'd be out that cold. <laughs> Come to be like, what the fuck happened? Oh, shit. Well, you've seen the recipes for chloroform, right? Yeah, it's house- there's like household goods you can use for chloroform. Yeah, you know that whoever does that is like, well, what if it works? <laughs> what if it works? What's it smell like? <laughs> oh, it smells so good. Ha! <laughs> I, I thought chloroform was scentless, but, like, you know, I. I when I smell this, everything just goes dark. It smells like darkness. It smells like darkness! <laughs> chloroform has a very distinct smell darkness. <laughs> it smells like a nap. <laughs> it smells like a nap! <laughs> Hey, what's chloroform smell like? It smells like a nap. Oh, man. That's some good marketing right Whenever there. Whenever Mommy got mad at me, I had to take my chloroform inhaler. <laughs> now it's nostalgic. It smells like a nap. <laughs> smells like a good time to me. <laughs> We're getting her all hooked up here. Cousin Mike has showed up to join the podcast. You got him off mute yet? He's off mute. You should be live. I don't, I don't know how headphoning he is, though. Do you have a bunch you of headphones? Can you, Can you hear, us hear us now? now? There, we go. there right, you're is better. That, is that loud enough? Oh, yeah. All right. On the fly. Um, but I don't know how loud you're... Give us a mic check. Check, check. You're getting there. You got them adjusted? Uh, give us another check. Check, check. Move that mic a little Move closer. Move it just a little closer to your mouth. 
Then you'll be good. He's on the old headphones. He's on the old units there. Yeah, hey, I feel like I'm eating a damn thing. Yeah, it's like that. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be the first thing you had in your mouth like that. Whoa! Oh, good lord. So, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I love that drop. I don't know how people feel about it. You know, uh, we don't... I wish we got more, received more feedback via email. Maybe that's why we don't, but... You could, could be. If you're looking for the politically correct podcast, go on with some of the Facebook groups that I'm on, and you'll find one that suits you. <laughs> oh, I would this never, is not it. I would never say something like that on my podcast. No, I would never do that. <laughs> I'm always always politically correct and make sure I'm not gaslighting anybody. <laughs> my yeah. pastor is listening. That's right. <laughs> you, you triggered my PTSD. You know, I have friends that are gay. Well, so do I. And to them I say, <laughs> Gay! <laughs> Same here. <laughs> you know, I don't think... I think the largest group of people that hate gay people are gay people themselves, I've found, for some reason. It could be, because maybe yeah. they just aren't gay enough. I, yeah, or, I they, or they're too gay, or, by, or they think that... A certain group is ruining it for this group of gay people versus this other group of gay people. So I, I have a friend of mine that I pretty much spent the entire freshman and sophomore year of high school uh, on the sidelines in football with him. Good, good guy. Yeah. And uh, we, we had two very, uh, very candid conversations. You know, he, when he uh, announced that he was gay, he says to me, so does this shock you? I'm like... What shocks me is I think you were the only one who didn't know. <laughs> you were the only one that didn't. You were the last to know. And then, you know, we were having a conversation about, uh, you know, people who are very flamboyant, which he, he's not. Right. You know, you can definitely tell, but he's not, you know, he's not dressing in boas and things like that. Or, or he's not Liberace or anything. Right, right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he says, well, well, what do you think about you know about all that i said you know it's i feel the same way about you know gay people being very publicly affectionate as i do heterosexual people being very publicly affectionate i said just don't do it yeah i'm like (laughs) i don't care what you do whether you're gay or homosexual you take your vaseline and you go in your bedroom and you do whatever the hell you want to do i don't care it doesn't bother me but you know he's he's been an old friend of mine i can be pretty candid with him right but uh, it was, uh, yeah, it was pretty enlightening to talk to him once he was fully admitted that he was out and he, you know, just, well, what, how did that make you feel? I'm like, uh, yeah, you were the only one who didn't know, dude. Yeah, we've, we've known for years, man. <laughs> you, you would go out with a girl and, you know, people talk on the next Monday after you'd went on a date and they'd be like, oh, yeah, he's gay. <laughs> he's gay. <laughs> so, but... Super good guy. That's all right. Very good friend. Not, as Seinfeld would say, not that there's anything wrong with that. Right. Exactly. What a great Seinfeld episode. Okay. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> wow. And he, that fucking show. He's never hit on me, which kind of hurts. Yeah. But, you know. You know, I had a group of gay friends I, I chummed around with in Seattle. And one night we were all just fucking loaded. And I'm like, you don't ever think that I, I could be gay, do you? And they're all like, no, no, no. And the, the one smart ass, of course, has the Pat Manny ass and says, but if you ever do decide to experiment, give me a call. <laughs> There's always got to be that one, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, they're no different than us, except for how they're different than us. <laughs> I 
they're no different except for how they're different. Uh, that's my that's my thing for everybody though. You're only different from me in the ways that you're different from me. It's like I always say at work. The thing is, the, the problem is we don't know what we don't know. <laughs> that is true. That is true. I say that all the time. I'll, the other day, I, the other day, talking about a design, I'm like, the only problem is we don't know what we don't know here. And and it was bo- like, oh, the boss yeah. looked at me, he's like, oh, don't start. <laughs> <laughs> don't start. Because <laughs> I've gotten the reputation of being that guy. Well, you, you are. Yeah, that I'm guy. that guy. I don't believe it for a second. Don't fucking start. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. So, how's it been going? <laughs> been busy as shit. Probably Got, still haven't gotten your bowling check either, have you? Oh, hell no. No, yeah, what the hell? You got a couple months before that happens. Jeez, old Pete. Usually you get them in gonna, June. It's yeah. going gonna to start. It's going to fun next it's been season like for me. July, July, August. Yeah, right? that's happened too before. Sometimes. They're not too quick to hand out money. I'm doing some serious cheddar in the in the tens of dollars from them. Hey, I, I'm happy if I get it back anyway. Uh oh. Phil Phil is watching something on his phone. This is this is great podcast. This is a snap from one of my friends, and it says legit. Plus, he must be chasing after a girl, and she's that's her attempt at shooting a shotgun. <laughs> that was brutal. Nothing like putting a girl's eye out to uh, ruin her for all of her men. I mean, there's funner ways to put a girl's eye out. Let <laughs> her shoot a shotgun and let it get all out of hand. How'd you go blind? Don't want to talk about it. I don't it. want to talk about it. <laughs> My boyfriend's really good looking as long as he stands to the left of me. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, uh, who haven't we offended yet? We still have time. Uh, Nazis. <laughs> Can you offend a Nazi? I, I would think so. By saying something like Jews are the superior race. Uh, you use methane. <laughs> 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 hey, hey, I got an email too, by the way, uh, for our chartables. And uh, it said this. Did you get this one? It said I'm, we were the number 76 uh, podcast in Israel for improv comedy this week. Oh, we wow. dropped. Yeah. We so were we number two. Drop. Well, <laughs> we, have to, we have to step it That's up. That's after because, I made the Anne Frank joke. <laughs> well, although they have some things going on over there. So maybe, maybe we're not as high on wait the Wait a minute, wait a minute. Holy shit. Do you think when they have a situation where people are holed up in a house and they blare, they used to blare rock music at them, do you think they blare our podcast at them to annoy them? Might. They try to root them out? Is that what they're the, using it for? They play the Anne Frank episode. <laughs> over and over and over again. It's, it's, uh, it's the people in Gaza <laughs> sending it into Israel. <laughs> Seriously, with all the shit going on in Israel right now, they've got time to listen to a comedy improv fucking podcast. I think we're exactly what they need. I, think, I, I don't know if we are what they want, but we are what they need. I, I don't know how to do an accent from over there, but I'm sure, I'm sure the conversation is on the, new, on the local news. It's, it is not the podcast you want. It is the podcast you need. <laughs> the PNA Podcast Express, number 76 in Israel. Down from number two, get those numbers up. Yeah, those are you rookie gotta, numbers. You got to amp those numbers up, buddy. Come on. <laughs> Number 76. What the fuck am I supposed to do with that? 
You know what sounds really good with our podcast? Rocket fire. <laughs> <laughs> what if they coordinated the strikes to every time we said episode two? <laughs> They're like, oh, this is a good drinking game. We make it rocket game now. <laughs> so oh, if this you're is li- bad comedy. Sorry, Israel. If you're listening to this in Israel, we want you to, to propel our podcast back up to number two. That was the pinnacle of this podcast so far, is being number two in Israel for the week in improv comedy. The chosen people choosing us? This is on Apple, too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The chosen people choosing us. (laughs) Choosy choosers, choose us. (laughs) Oh, holy shit. So, yeah, okay, so Jews offended? Check. I've got my list out here. Ha! Gay! Offended, yep. Yep, gay Jews, check. <laughs> gay Jews! Oh, man. <laughs> Obi-Wan has taught you well. Oh, boy, there it is. Anyway, I don't know. So, number 76 in Israel. Fantastic! I did not. I, I'm sure I got it. That, I it's an email from Chartable. Bless, bless them for keeping us informed of where we're at. Keeping us abreast on how terrible we are. <laughs> now, now I got to go look at Chartable. Now you got to. Yeah, I'm probably going to have to reauthenticate because they've got that stupid fucking two layer authentication bullshit. It's all bullshit. Oh, man. Like, somebody's ever going to try and steal our identity. Oh, man. I don't even want my identity. Fucking somebody, please take it. Oh, man. Uh, I don't know what else is going on. Any uh, karate kicks to the crotch this week for anybody? Besides, you know, I went to a wedding last night and ended up at home alone in my own bed. That's not a terrible yeah. thing, I guess. Oh, hey, Phil, by the way, you need to reauthenticate. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> knew it <sighs> by the way I just got your uh, message about parking out back and uh, coming in the side door oh we're up three we are 73 in Israel no Ooh. shit Ooh. wow this podcast propelled us three further oh wait they haven't heard it yet <laughs> they're the chosen people maybe they have maybe they're listening right now they probably are Hey, at least you could say something. Say that you were something in the Middle East. That's right. We've had a huge presence in the Middle East, my friend. Is, I'm impressed. Next is Europe. I know Be Europe. Like David Hasselhoff. It's the final countdown. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you, David Hasselhoff. Yeah, we've we've talked about David Hasselhoff on here before. All you gotta do is get big in Germany, and then Europe is yours. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Once you conquer Germany, the rest of Europe will fall. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Don't try to take Russia in the winter, though, because it's yeah. brutal. <laughs> Your troops won't withstand the weather. Just ask Napoleon. <laughs> ask Adolf Hitler. How well did it work for those two schmucks? <laughs> right, Adam? You know, I was just going to bring up that, uh, you know, the last people that started trying to take over the the Jews and then the rest of Europe, it didn't work out so well for them. Not very well. No. 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 So, um, we'll just do this organically. 
take it as it comes. We're we're not going to try and force anyone to listen to the podcast. Nine. We're not going to send people to podcasting camps or anything like that. Get on the train. <laughs> Just do it. Choo choo. Load in to the cattle cars. Go. Go. Please. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Question mark. Why are they painted with the PA Podcast Express logo on the side? <laughs> it's, it's just like the gypsy said. Have I ever. Okay, so I have a My Friend is a Dick and Here's Why. Go story. on, we haven't had one of those yet. So I had a friend of mine, being as that we're on this, uh, on this subject matter, he, uh, he wore a shirt to school. Yeah. And. The shirt he chose to make, he made it himself. Yes. And I look at it as pretty, pretty in ingenuity. You know, a lot of ingenuity went into yeah. this. A lot of thought. And I think he should have been applauded, but he was made to take the shirt off and get another shirt from home. He was sent home until he got another shirt. Yeah. The shirt said, my grandma went to Auschwitz and all I got was this darn t-shirt. I think you've mentioned that before and I love it. And Oh, that's yeah, brilliant. Yeah, he, he was totally sent yeah. home, you know. Still right. a dick. Still a dick. Oh, for it's that. a dick move. It's yeah. a big time dick move. So, but for a high school kid to come up with that, the the application of the knowledge that he has grabbed from high school, right? I think should be applauded. Oh, you know, because that that's it means you're applying what you've learned. Less exactly, applies. exactly. Like the, the the teacher should have been like, "Hey, we we got through," you know. And somewhere there's a teacher standing out in the field and a tear, single tear is rolling down the cheek. Yeah. You know? And there's all the t-shirts in a landfill that have ever, kids have ever had to take off. All the Big Johnson t-shirts and all the... <laughs> <laughs> he did a good job on it, too. I mean, it he totally well did that on a white t-shirt with a Sharpie. Oh, but it That's was, the language of my people. It was, it was well done. Yeah. It was well done. This Maybe was back, if he would have had a, a, a graphic, like a funny dancing bunny or something it would have flew better yeah yeah bunny ears would have definitely Maybe, like made a all the difference like a character yeah yeah that makes everything better yep I think that would have totally taken the edge off I think if you add in like a furry fuzzy cuddly looking animal or character it, it can soften the blow of any message yeah but no he still got sent home Damn. which and ironically enough he got sent home by the history teacher <laughs> Which I don't know if that was because he was the first person that saw it, or he was the only one that actually understood what was going <laughs> the on. The only teacher that understood it. <laughs> so, yeah, and all I got was this lousy T-shirt. Oh shit! <laughs> I listened to the PNA Podcast Express, and all I got was this lousy T-shirt and herpes. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't my first time getting either. <laughs> Won't be my last. Oh, oh man! Oh man! So yeah, that's a your friend is a dick, but that's a like you said. I mean, for a high school kid, I mean, he's turned out to be a total dick since then. Oh man! But is he is he marketing that T-shirt? Because I would. No, he's not. I would. I we would should. run with it. Yeah. We, we could probably do that as one of our PNA Podcast Express uh, merchandise. If you would like a t-shirt that says that along with the Joe Rogan Experience logo at the top. <laughs> <laughs> we sell them, we're going to sell them through our store. We need to knock that fucker off his high horse is all I got to say. I didn't know he was still relevant. <laughs> he 
just made. He just got a huge paycheck to do nothing but his podcast. A two hundred million oh, dollar contract. Yeah, that's like two hundred million more than Phil and I have gotten. <laughs> I'm just trying to have a day with Steve Gutenberg. That's all I want. Just to spend a day with Steve Gutenberg and to do the, the gumball rally. Yeah, we, that would. I mean, what, what if we did the gumball rally with Steve Gutenberg? Oh, Ooh. if we could pull that off. It's New York. So for those of you not familiar with the Gumball Rally and, and that are too young to know what the Cannonball Run movies were, mm-hmm. <laughs> watch the Cannonball Run movies. Absolute classics. Yes. Dom DeLuise, Burt Reynolds. It was just it was just fun. in a, Cinematic as much, magic. As much fun as you could have sitting in a vehicle watching people drive. Yeah. Um, but the Cannonball Run, the Gumball Rally is actually the real Cannonball Run. Right. And uh, Jackass did it. Once they didn't they make did, it all yeah. the way through, they trashed their vehicles and because it's from New yeah. York to L.A. It's New York to L.A. and basically you leave and you try and get there as fast as you can. Right, and tandem driving, you know, just pretty much they nonstop. Make, a lot of groups do this with like supercars and all. Some do it for just fun, like they don't give a fuck about the vehicle they're they're driving. They just I would want I would want a conversion van. Oh man, <laughs> with a kegerator in the back. Oh my god. And then you don't give a fuck if you win or not. She's but, dressed like a jelly donut. Yes. <laughs> but I, I think that the conversion van would bode well because people could actually sleep in the back. Right. And, and tandem drive, and, and we it, it could go well. See, you could drive for like eight hours, then get fucking shit hammered, fucking just face fucked drunk, and then sleep for like four hours and hop back in the driver's seat. Well, and, and Six they've, hours. they've tried changing it up a little bit. Like, they, yeah. they, they've... Done it where you where they have checkpoints along the way and you stop and you stay there. Mm-hmm. And I say fuck that. I say you just blow through them Man, all. Man, fuck your checkpoints. Yeah, 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 that sounds too organized. And I'm doing this to be an outlaw. We don't do anything organized, right? And we Except would for have. Crime. You, you, know, you know what I would do? <laughs> What's that? Just like our podcast, there'd be no planning involved. Fuck we, would, no. we would leave New York with no maps. No money in our pockets. No money. Well, yeah. How are we gonna fill that keg? The keg. Yeah, I'm more worried about the keg too well, than the fucking gas. If we buy, if we buy the keg, and we get gas cards and jerky. Yes. Then we could make it that way. Okay. So, but I really want people to start this GoFundMe. Um, you know, and we can't start our own GoFundMe because you've you've heard me express my opinions about that. Starting your own GoFundMe is pretty fucking corny, man. Don't yeah, ever it is. do it. It is. I mean, I'm starting to GoFundMe so I can do this. That has to happen organically. Somebody else has to start a GoFundMe for your cause, or else I just say go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've never donated one that's like, and I see them for sports stuff. I see them all the time, like. Yeah, but that's a little different if it's for an organ. Like, like if you're no, it's sport- not for an organization. Like, oh. it's like, oh, I went and did this, and now I want to go to, you know, Argentina. I want to go to regionals. Be- yeah, I want to go to Argentina to wrestle people, and it's or you know, play play on the basketball Please team for such and such. Please help me achieve my dream, bitch. You know how I achieved my dream? I fucking went to work. Yeah, and you know what else? I lived through a lot of disappointment. That's right, tons. Yeah. Ask anybody. I'm a huge disappointment. Exactly. What is success? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what is success? Success is 56 episodes of a bad podcast. Success is me making it through this without shitting myself. <laughs> <laughs> that's success for both of us. Great success. Uh, 
Yeah, 56 Whittle. motherfucking episodes. And at least at least 25 of those Phil has made it through without shitting himself. <laughs> Maybe 30, to be fair. I mean, I sharted for a few of them, but does that count as shitting Little. yourself? Sharting and shitting yourself is totally different. If you need to put, if you need to like scrub your underwear out with Dawn before you throw them in the washer, then you shit counts. yourself? Yeah. So, sharts, you're basically saying, yeah. I want to know your opinion on this, listeners. Pineapple nipple arsehole at gmail.com. Is sharting the same as shitting yourself? See, sharting just leaves a little skid mark, and you might be able to wipe and get something from between the cheeks. But shitting yourself. That's that's loaded right up. That that's like coming out the pant legs. Yeah, coming out yeah, the leg yeah, hole openings. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, we need to know how people feel about that and what the overall consensus is. Because I probably damn near shit my pants almost every day. Though. This is kind of scientific research. That <laughs> not really. I'm just kidding. Th- this They're is scientific research. What's that? that? Just wet farts. Just yeah, wet farts. Yeah. <laughs> this Are is really what we to be need wet to know. And lumpy? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you could see a fart. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that poor intern. <laughs> so, I tell that the other day. I think I, I had terrible gas at work, and I was in the break room, and we've got these college interns right now, and they're sneaking because they don't want to be. They, they, they're wallflowers. They don't want to be seen. Like, right, right. They don't want to draw attention to themselves. So I, I'm bending over at the water cooler, which behind the water cooler is the vending machines. And I just <laughs> let all holy hell loose. And I turn around and there's, there's an unsuspecting intern just trying to get a Coca-Cola out of the machine. <laughs> he, 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 huh. he, looked, he, he looked like somebody just kicked his puppy. Phil looks at him and goes, I didn't think you had freckles on the first day you were here. <laughs> That's a nice brown shirt. <laughs> So I, I, I was walking by one of the nurses' stations the other day, and they asked me, I've got several big projects coming up that I'm doing at work, and they, they asked me something about one of them, and I said, speaking of which, can I get a couple bedpans? <laughs> and uh, I said, I'm going to be real busy. This will really help out. And once they realized I was joking, it was funny. But like at first, they were just looked at me like, a look of horror. Like, who's going to clean that out? Do you ever get to, what is wrong with you? Oh, Yeah. I get that so much at work. What is wrong with you? Actually, in life in general, what is wrong with you? I is what I is. I was actually told by our CEO that he enjoyed the humor because I, I, I ran a contest this week. Yeah. And uh, he says, I really enjoy your humor on that. I'm like, good, because it's not going away. <laughs> the contest or the humor. What was the contest for? Uh, we were launching a new help desk, and it was for people to test out the help desk if they created a help desk ticket it gave them an entry and i actually without any without any bias chose winners totally by random no shit yeah it was totally (laughs) fair yeah nobody's more shocked than me i i've I've seen how our winners were picked for different contests for this podcast so i get it i've seen behind the curtain yeah but this was real this was like still owe julie a a t-shirt i I still have like the stuff for her that I just forget to bring. We, I mean, also, we haven't seen her forever. We need to. I saw her the other night. She wants to be on again, and I said she can be on as long as we have one beer during our pre-production meeting, and then we'll we'll drink during. The we can drink during. Yeah. She even admits she was a little a little too little over too much. It was too much. <laughs> yeah. It was just, too much. Just a, just a hair. She was great on the first episode. She was on. She wasn't terrible on the other one, but she was. Yeah, she was. Uh, uh, 
didn't follow etiquette for broadcasting very well. She By had, that I mean like cut you off and she had surpassed some limits. Yeah. We'll we'll say that. It happened. Oh, you know what? I have a little breathalyzer. We should bring that in for shits and giggles while we're fucking sitting here. We, we should we should line up some shots and do them during an episode, and then have a check have checkpoints. Yes. Every ten minutes we'll we'll blow. There she blows. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I've heard a lot of terrible ideas, and I've heard a lot of great ideas, and this one tracks more toward great ideas. Yes, I like the breathalyzer idea. We should have a we we should have set a baseline where yeah before you start drinking. But we need to what we need to do is we need to run an episode until somebody reaches a threshold. And the person that reaches that threshold first wins something that doesn't exist. Wins like a, a real dragon egg. Like a leprechaun riding a unicorn? <laughs> yes. A, and leprechaun, a real dragon Leprechaun riding a unicorn? Leprechaun. 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 That's what you grind up in one of those pepper mills. No, a leprechaun riding a unicorn. Well, I think you said leprechaun, which yes. is... Which like, is the, the mix of a leprechaun riding a unicorn. A leprechaun. A leprechaun. I, I figure a leprechaun that's got some sort of... Skin disease where it's falling off, and <laughs> so you, do you have to be standing yet when you hit that threshold? It's not no. gonna, I mean, it's not going to be like I mean, it's not going to be like hospitalization threshold. Mm-mm. It might be like point one five or something like that. Yeah, which is you know, let's face it, I call that a Tuesday morning. Yeah, well, I, yeah, for <laughs> you or I maybe. Yeah, but to the average Joe, <laughs> that's fall oh, down girl. Oh man, yeah, that's true. That's true. I can operate fairly well still at .15. Yeah. I can't operate heavy machinery well, but no, I can operate... No. I can't operate... I can, ah. We could probably make a podcast, although I do blame us being a little tipsy on some of our gaffes of not getting our episodes recorded a couple times. That has happened. That, that could be. That is not the case tonight. We actually have double protection now. Yeah. We record on two different devices in five different languages. Yes. <laughs> and in Morse code. Upward and onward. That's right. Press two for Espanol, por favor. <laughs> That's why they like us, like us in Israel. <laughs> Don't they speak English there? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's, yeah, I like it. I love it when people explain the joke. It's beautiful. <laughs> Uh, somebody did that to me once. <laughs> I was telling a joke, and uh, I was doing stand-up, and I heard him explaining it to the person in the front row, and I'm like, thanks for fucking ruining the joke by explaining it. <laughs> Loud enough for everybody to hear. You know, at least bring somebody with you to a comedy show who's going to appreciate and get the comedy. Right. I'm, I applauded the guy. I'm like, hey, good for you for explaining the joke. Terrible for you for having to ask. You know, maybe that's something we should do. Maybe we should start... Instead of just like clicking on a link and you go to the podcast, maybe it should take you to an IQ test. Yes. And if you score below a threshold, you can't listen. Oh, man. We just lost half of our listeners. But we might gain some because they go, well, this is interesting. This is a smart podcast. <laughs> no, we wouldn't lose half. We love our listeners. And, we and some we people, love all loyal three listeners. Some people be like, I don't know what to, I'm not going to be able to make it through the week without Phil's fart jokes. <laughs> Highlight. Where am I going to get my fart jokes this week? <laughs> oh, man. I do tell, I tell, farts are funny. Well, that, just, was, that was my post when I turned 40 years old. I said, you know what? Even though I just turned 40, farts are still funny. 
I don't know. Uh, they were just talking last episode about how you could see farts, and I was waiting for a video episode. Now they said they're going to do video eventually. I thought, well, maybe they'll show us one. <laughs> I googled sea farts, and it was weird, man. <laughs> just look like shit. Bubbles. <laughs> Harold, was that you? Remember that far side with the two whales, and there's a bunch of bubbles. Harold, was that you? <laughs> yeah. Huh? I don't know what I'm going to do. What is that? that they said that a, a whale fart bubble is so big that a horse could actually fit inside of it. Hmm. That's fucking impressive. Do krill, like, <laughs> produce a lot of uh, gas? I would think so. Doesn't that sound like a gassy food to you? Yeah. <laughs> well, I've seen krill oil. <laughs> so, there you go. The answer is in the question. Yes. Yes. So. I mean, for me, anything that's oily is going to produce farts. Yeah. True. This is, the kind of, this is the kind of content I'll miss if they put that IQ test in place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, terrible. Terrible. <sighs> Sorry I talk about farts so much. <laughs> you don't have to apologize to me or our listeners. Okay. I think my fart stories are pretty wholesome most of the time. They are. <laughs> More so than episode two. I always drink. <laughs> I always like, in the wintertime, keep it locking the windows out, farting and turning the heat on high. <laughs> it's a classy move. Classy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we are at like an hour and ten minutes. Let's get out of here for let's, this episode. Yeah, we've done enough damage. <laughs> yeah. Sorry if, for the assault on your ears. If we did not offend you this episode, listen to the next. We're sure to get to you eventually. <laughs> Whatever pisses you off, it is our goal. To just keep digging at that wound until we find it. Whether it takes us 57 episodes or 570, we'll get there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we'll, we'll keep working at it until we do. Until the last person on earth, 7 billion people, are pissed off at us. Until we're number one in Israel. <laughs> or until we're number one in Israel. <laughs> the chosen people, chosen people. That's how we know we've made it. What did you say? Choosy people choose us? Choosy people choose us. Yes. We're like, we're like the GIF of podcasts. <laughs> we're like the Heinz like uh, ketchup of podcasts. Sometimes you've got to smack the side of the bottle. <laughs> I thought you were going to say we're the hind end of podcasts, but either applies. We're always bringing up the rear. Either applies. That, vis-a-vis, that ties in with the fart jokes. Anyway, PNA Podcast Express, pineapplediplearsoul at gmail.com. PNA Podcast Express at gmail.com. He's Adam Spilkins. I'm Phil Nickel. My cousin Mike, Mike Nickel, thanks for joining us for the tail end. He'll be on the quick trip that we're about to record that'll come out on Thursday. Make good choices. 